Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You're tuned into For Real Though with me, your host, Rocco Ruiz. And well, it's been a crazy past few months. Throughout these past few months, we've got a lot of like crazy news coming out too, because like we got no movies. So Hollywood's been like compensating with whatever means they can come up with for the lack of movies, for the lack of people going to theaters. So our topic today is related to that. But before I bring up our topic, I would like to introduce our very special guest for today. He is a low-key hardcore movie lover and based on our conversations, a hardcore comic book geek too. And he's an architect in the making. So without further ado, please welcome Pao Cutting Back. Woo! Woo! Hey everybody. Woo! So me and Pao, throughout the years, it's kind of like accumulated. We always like rant or fanboy about geek-related things like Marvel, geekery, Star Wars, DC. Before we dive into the topic, what are your feelings towards like comic book films? Because our topic is heavily related. I mean, it is pretty much about comic yeah. book films. Uh, what are your feelings towards the recent comic book films we've had? Well, uh, I love pretty much all of them. Like, you know how everyone's so hardcore into the Marvel camp? They, yeah. they love it. It has such a big following. But then, like, I feel like DC is really... Uh, and, I, and we talked about this a lot. Like, I feel like DC is really... It needs to get better. Like, it needs to get yeah. more recognition. Because I feel like people always go into the DC movies expecting something like Marvel. Which you kind of shouldn't also. But then, exactly. like, at the same time, like, what else can like the non-comic book general population of people compare it to like you know they're not super like they don't read comic books like yeah. not as much not a lot of my friends do at least like they, all of their comic book knowledge actually I think maybe like 80 percent of people's uh comic book info comes from the movies exactly <laughs> like they don't have any background knowledge so <laughs> if you want to establish something new it really has to hit hard if not like they'll completely lose interest kind of like yeah exactly I guess what Marvel did is they did it really slowly because uh, sure, mm -hmm. people know who Iron Man is. They know Captain America. But for them to be reintroduced in the cinematic universe, they had to take their time. And I think that's what DC didn't do right. They kind of rushed it too much. Yeah, I, I feel like they did too. But then at the same time, I can't blame them because yeah. like, I mean, if you see someone doing almost identically what you're doing, and they're succeeding so much more. I mean, when you try to, you know, but then I feel like I've always had a love that DC could always do what Marvel can. Because, like, Marvel has a lot of restrictions, especially now that it's owned by Disney. Yeah. There's, there's, a, lot of, there's a lot of stuff they can't tackle, which, you know, which, which DC can. And so exactly. I, I'm really more leaning towards that camp. Especially. And, like, personally, and I think you feel the same way. Correct me if I'm wrong. But DC in general, like not counting the recent movies, I really prefer DC over Marvel. Oh yeah, story-wise for yeah. comic books, it's animated so rich. series, like everything is just it's it's just because everyone just cares about the movies. Like yeah. Whenever they have uh, whenever like arguments get brought up, yeah, but Marvel has better movies. Yeah, but DC has better everything else. Because you know? yeah. <laughs> like uh, that Marvel, like the the video games, the comics, the animated stuff. They're okay, but I feel like it's really messy, like the way Marvel does things. Like films are the so. only thing they, they're getting right now. 
and they're getting consistently. Yeah, they're consistently good. It's almost calculated how consistent I know, they are. It, it's scary how they haven't messed up. Like I think the only movie I didn't get the I didn't watch of a, I, the only Marvel movie I didn't watch in the cinema was Captain Marvel. But that was because uh, I was super. Like, I really didn't have time for that. One. Yeah. Well, and, don't worry. You didn't miss much. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really much of a priority in com- yeah. in terms of a. Uh, but yeah. And personally speaking, like if we're gonna have a brief sidebar here about Captain Marvel. I think, like, dude, it was so rushed. And the whole Skrull thing, spoiler alert, by the way. Oh, um, yeah. Because, like, uh, to those who don't know, Skrulls are, like, these aliens that can disguise themselves as humans. And the whole element of introducing that in Captain Marvel just made everything so messy. It's like turning mm-hmm. into the comics where it's so hard to comprehend all of it. Yeah, like, so there's you, no cohesive time. Yeah. Exactly. So, Captain Marvel was just kind of their... It's the one time Marvel was trying to up DC. Because usually it's DC trying to up Marvel. But Marvel's like, hey, we got our Wonder mm-hmm. Woman too. Because Wonder Woman did well. They're trying yeah. to answer that. Yeah, so, they were. Now that we're talking about Wonder Woman, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean the, yeah, we can go to the topic now. And I'm pretty sure the listeners know what the topic is. That's on the freaking title. We're talking about the Snyder yeah. Cut coming out. I have I have waited for this movie since the first like as soon as I saw the Justice League cinematic release I was like this I mean it's it was okay it is okay but I I, I always felt like this couldn't be it like I always you know there had to be more with all the hype and all the stories and all the stuff surrounding it exactly so, dude it's freaking Justice League it's right it's like better than Avengers well in my opinion yeah yeah. Well, I've always enjoyed even like the idea of the Justice League way more than the idea of the Avengers. Because yeah. like my nerdiness towards the Avengers only really started to like I really dove deep into it after the movies came yeah, out. Yeah, the movies also to... triggered me to like them. But then like but prior, prior to that, that, I was like reading Watchmen. I was reading all the D- the good DC stuff. Like I was watching the D. I love the DC animated series Dude, when I was same. a kid. Like. JLA, it's the best. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. so good. And and Mm -hmm. dude, the thing about JLA or Justice League America, like as most people know it, um, dude, any random episode was better than the Justice League movie, like the actual Justice League movie. (laughs) But at the same time, the Justice League movie kind of felt like one of the. It it kind of felt like a filler episode. Yeah, filler episode. Like the action, the action was kind of cartoony, you know. Yeah, video gamey actually. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty cool. I liked it. I, I, I'm, I'm a Green Lantern fan. I still to this day yearly watch the Green Lantern movie. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. No hate, dude. I enjoyed I, that movie. I enjoyed it. I, I even watched the director's cut, and I keep telling people you should give that movie a second chance, man, because it'll, it's, it, it's, it's okay. I think it's also the timing, dude. It came out in the height of the Dark Knight. So you don't know, yeah. <laughs> show the Green Lantern when the Dark Knight is rep in DC. It's like such an exactly. unfair comparison. <laughs> yeah. Because like up till the, to this day, the Dark Knight is like uh, top tier DC movie quality. Oh yeah. I think it's top tier comic book into or TV. Uh, comic book into movie. Or movie quality even. Exactly. <laughs> for, movie. For being real. Other than being an amazing movie. But then like... Um, any comic book IP that's been put into a, fi- a genre that's not comic books, that's probably way up there for me. It's probably the top. Yeah, I think it's the top. Yeah, for me, dude, it's like my favorite movie of all time. So <laughs> I'm so kind of biased. Yeah. And I feel like when DC started out, 
it felt like they were going for that more grounded, the Dark Knight feel, like with Man of Steel. Like, okay, people hate Man of Steel. Like, a lot of people hate it or have mixed feelings about it, but I absolutely love it. And I believe you do too. I do too. Dude, I'm a super hardcore Superman fan. I love Superman, dude. Like, I watched that movie three times in the cinema when it came out. Way more than the average person would. Because it's so good. It's so good too. Um, And the performances are amazing and not just that but like i have a feeling with this movie they didn't really control Zack snyder too much and because of that he had more freedom to Mm -hmm. execute his vision and his vision was pretty solid dude like i hate that people complain that it was too dark for superman because like okay if you want a cartoony superman watch uh the old ones yeah the uh christopher reeve ones right yeah so if you're expecting that from a new superman movie why don't you want to see something new, right? He didn't mess with the like character. with a fresh day. Exactly. exactly. He's still I mean, the same there's, guy. There's, there's the whole killing argument, but then, like, yeah. the way that I always looked at it was, um, it's, you, like, you treat it like an origin story, so he's not really Superman yet. Yeah, exactly. So that was, like, I mean, you know, how, how cool is it that this perfect, human or this perfect like individual you get to see his dark sides exactly foreshadowing foreshadowing (laughs) well okay people's issue was was with the movie if i recall correctly it's one too destructive and two he killed yeah a spoiler alert to those who haven't watched it to those who haven't watched it why not but like uh he kills his only Kryptonian remaining Kryptonian yeah he's the only remaining Kryptonian besides himself and I think that added so much depth to the story dude I don't get the the complaints Mm -hmm. like he was so conflicted like save this new race that I've learned to love and accept as my own or like make this one guy who's the only guy like me survive but they all die but like you could see the conflict Superman didn't want to kill him and with the destruction like um Dude, if you want a freaking grounded Superman movie, if there's going to be an all-powerful being like learning how to hone his powers for the first time, like in full fruition, it's going to be destructive, like definitely. I know. I mean, you have someone extremely powerful like that. He's going to like you got to break some eggs, man, to make yeah, sure. <laughs> and like people were saying it was so insensitive to make this whole city get destroyed kind of similar to um 9-11 i mean that's a that's a recurring tweet i'd see like people said yeah. it was offensive to do that but the way i see it, it makes it feel more real like if there were a, a catastrophic fight between godlike beings it would be like that yeah for sure and like um i don't know man i mean like i don't know why they turn a blind eye at the marvel stuff like, yeah it's so it's avengers so one really messed up new york exactly new york is where 9-11 was <laughs> so it's like why don't they why did they say anything about that one it's all because of the treatment dude like avengers yeah. had quips and jokes and colors yeah. and that's why people were like whatever destroy new york we don't care it's funny yeah <laughs> you know, the thing is i think the avengers the thing okay one thing that i super noticed with like the avengers movies they really play to um our generations like kind of attention spans yeah the millennial yeah. the gen z attention span like they have things happening so fast exactly but then like 
like they don't really have time to let moments sit you know yeah i noticed well until the latter years but okay. early yeah. early on let's say pre russo brothers yeah exactly they were pre- super fast paced i think yeah. russo brothers kind of like saved marvel from being this like shallow thing shallow kids only thing yeah 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 like they they as made it they a cinematic experience talaga and god god good that they did that man yeah. i mean like jeez winter soldier changed marvel for me like it's super after that one i was like okay i'm going to i'm going to be more cuz like you know avengers is like oh man first time that they've ever gone it together was fun. on like the big screen right yeah it was fun and then winter soldier introduces such depth to characters and that's why the cap like captain america is my favorite uh um my favorite marvel person from all of them did i notice uh, your your pattern you like the like male uh, yeah, protagonist the, the generic male protagonist yeah, in comic books in comic books yeah do gooders do gooders boy scouts yeah try try to um live vicariously through them cuz i've made a, a ton of shit decisions in my life so you like yeah you aspire to be like them that, that's what super, yeah, you, superheroes you are meant to be now the snyder cut like fast forward uh, to 2020 Like, for the longest time, we were doubting if it existed, because Zack Snyder left the project midway, mm-hmm. and Joss Whedon took over. Well, I'm not sure if midway, but at some point he left the project. So, how can someone who left the project have a cut of the movie if they didn't finish filming it? So now, mm-hmm. with I mean, are you updated with the news on the Snyder cut? Oh uh, yeah, Definitely. yeah, and I did I did some research right before uh, like today, like. Today was uh, a little bit of research gathering, so I yeah. kind of know some, some more stuff. Same, then, same. Like, um, man, I when did you first hear about like this whole like the mythos behind the Snyder cut? I think it started with BVS having a director's cut, mm-hmm. and it was so much better. I mean, if you've seen it, it's so much better than the original BVS. Oh yeah, BVS. yeah, I, I have so much I like better. The director's cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't mind the, the extra runtime, right, dude? Honestly, it, it's meant to be that long. Like, don't force it to be short if it is meant to be longer. But I, again, it's like mm-hmm. a commercial decision because the shorter your movie is, the more showings you'll have. The more showings you have, the more money you'll have. So it's a really corporate thing. It is exactly. so shitty, but yeah. it, it kind of compromises the art of the movie. But then again, you know, filmmaking is a business person foremost, yeah. so you can't mm-hmm. really complain. But like, I think. The good compromise to that would have been do just space out your movies. I know you're pressured by Marvel, mm-hmm. but let Marvel shine first, and then don't compete with them. Like do things in your in your own time. Yeah, I was I was gonna say that now I think is the perfect time because um, I feel like Marvel Phase Four isn't something that everyone is super excited about. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. I'm personally, not personally. As a fan, I'm, not. I'm not. Yeah, dude. As soon as they, as soon as they made the story interconnected with all the the Disney Plus shows, it's like you're you're literally eliminating half the market. Yeah, Asia I'm not gonna keep up with that shit, dude. Exactly. Yeah. And and like um, with that whole Disney Plus thing, uh, not everyone will watch everything. Unlike the movies, exactly. You could watch everything, in in order. Mm-hmm. And I think that's Marvel kind of like. Uh, giving up the mantle, like be, being the so. lead authority in comic movies, which is fine. They had their their run. They had their amazing, how many year run? Like, like more than ten 12? years, dude. Like over yeah, a decade. Yeah, like a twelve year run. Marvel isn't greedy, but I have a feeling 
they Excuse wanted me. to end, they wanted to end things after Endgame. Like if Marvel were to make the decision, Kevin Feige, if he were to make yeah, the decision, it's done. it's done. It's done after Endgame. But Disney mm-hmm. is the one like, no, we gotta make more stuff. So that's why that cow, Disney man. Plus exactly. And I think yeah. what's what's this movie? Oh, ama- uh, not Amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Spider-Verse. Oh, okay. Spider-Man Sorry. Far From Home. Dude, I love Spider-Verse. I'm not gonna yeah, shit on that movie. I haven't seen it yet. Spider-Verse? I, oh, shit. Yeah, I missed it. Dude, you freaking it love cinema. it. I have it. Like, I have a good Blu-ray of yeah. it. But I have yet to watch because I wanna, like, I wanna make... Everyone says that it's such a good movie. So I wanna, it like, is. make a day. And, like, fully immerse myself. Like, have the lights all down. Have yeah. the sounds blazing. So... That's uh, that's that's in the works this quarantine. Well, dude, what better time to do it, right? I mean, yeah. since you have you have your room to yourself like the entire day, like no mm-hmm. need to go out. But um, back to DC. Um, yeah, yeah. I think we were talking about like how they rushed everything, and Marvel didn't do that. They really took their time. They took their time over twelve years, and DC tried mm-hmm. to do that like what within five Three. years, <laughs> three years. Yeah, five. Yeah, five. And. That's why you're not invested in it. It's kind of like um, they went straight to dessert without the main course I know, without the, or the appetizer. I was kind of invested in it. I mean, I, I would rather, and I'll say this on record, I would yeah. rather rewatch any of the Marvel, any of the DC movies today yeah. than any of the Marvel movies. Okay, then that, that just means you're the perfect guest for this episode. Yeah. I feel like, you know how when you were in, like, school and there was this kid, like, this the kid who just got everything and it's like, ugh, whatever. And then you root for the underdog all the The underdog, time. yes. Yeah, yes. so the, that's, that's where I'm at. That's where my mindset is. I, I feel similar, but, like, kind of, like, DC's my kid. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Marvel's my, let's say, my, my sibling's kid. And uh-huh. I, I love him because, like, he's my nephew. But, like, mm-hmm. um, and he's really succeeding in everything. Meanwhile, my kid's like a shitty student. But the, the one time he gets like a C plus, I love him like, oh, to death. Like, I love you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how I feel about DC. Like when Wonder Woman was good, like to be fair, it's not a perfect movie, but it was oh, good. Yeah, for sure. It was good for DC. I was like, finally, finally, after Man of Steel. Because like, okay. Um, There's to give a lot of them, man. Yeah. To give a brief background, I think we feel similar about this. Like, we like BVS. We didn't hate it. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Especially the director's cut. Director's great. cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Director's cut. I just always, feel... always watch the director's cut every Yes. Because that's the <laughs> invention of the artist. One. Yeah. I have a feeling that they should have just separated the Dawn of Justice part and the Batman versus Superman part. But they mm-hmm. forced it into one movie. Like, imagine they could have released it the same year, like Kill Bill, Volume exactly. 1, Volume 2. That's fine. Yeah. Like, one in early, the early bit of the year like a january release yeah. you're fresh off of the christmas hype and then you release one like midsummer to get exactly. that hype so you're not ruined you're not like because you know that year star wars was also a thing in december so they obviously didn't want to release it compete yeah you star never want to compete with star wars even though they made that mistake of cramming too much because dude imagine the death of superman like um in <laughs> batman versus superman imagine how how devastating that would have been if they just waited a, a bit more. Uh-huh. If they just made us invest more in Superman. Just a bit. Right? Just, yeah. just, just, just tickle us just a little bit more and then... Before you kill him. Exactly. Yeah, before you kill him. 
And not just that, but like jumping into Justice League after that, his resurrection also, you didn't feel the weight because we didn't wait at all. He was alive the next movie. I wish that they could have made something else to get the taste of Justice League out of our, uh, sorry, the taste of Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, Batman vs. Superman. First. So like something, uh, like like just something so out of left field. Because right, right after Batman vs Superman, right, it was Suicide Squad. Suicide, which I sucked, think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, which sucked. Which yeah, which it's the <laughs> worst DC it. film it's ever. Still, it is, it is. But then like, oh, I'd still watch it over. Um, Dude, when I watch it, like I feel a, so heartbroken uh, every time. But I do rewatch I it. I do rewatch it. I, cause um. I remember um, the hype for Suicide Squad. I was watching, uh, I was all over YouTube. You know how, I'm pretty sure you do this too, where you're like watching all these theories. Yeah, and like the trailer predictions and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, predictions. And then I remember seeing, I think it was your trailer review. Yeah, like my reaction uh, video. Yeah, to yeah. the trailer. And I was yeah. like, oh. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm hyped about all these stuff too. Like, as soon as uh, they started the doing the soundtracks, like the different songs that they were yeah, using dude. for the trailer, I remember you were like so hyped for as soon as they started to play like uh, Bohemian uh, Rhapsody, uh, Blitzkrieg yeah, Bohemian Bop. Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah, those and, ones. And I was like, oh. And I, I know you, dude. You like those like old school rap stuff. I remember yeah, we used to talk about that. That's that's my domain of music. I'm not really yeah. much of a contemporary guy. Mm-hmm. Same, I really appreciate the classics. And, but okay, what I should have seen back then, which I was so blind <laughs> to seeing, was how come it's so different from the teaser trailer? Remember how exactly, serious yeah. the teaser trailer was? Mm-hmm. And you know what happened in between that? I think um, the producers got so pressured because of the success of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it was. I, th- I was yeah. going to say, it was Guardians of the Galaxy. And they tried to be like DC's Guardians of the Galaxy, which Suicide Squad is not. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of people. I think it's like a back and forth. You're like, oh, this is doing well. Let's do something like this. But we only have these characters. Yeah. Well, we can make it work. Because but- like, the appeal of Suicide Squad is they're not a family. They hate each other. Yeah, But they're exactly. forced to work together. Other than like the casting, because I mean, the Amanda Waller that we got in in the Suicide Squad movie was amazing. I love yeah, Viola Davis, and if super underutilized if any, though, underutilized, exactly, super yeah. underutilized, like, like everyone else in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably the only one who was most used up in the movie. Um, <laughs> I think Will, like, Will Smith and Margot Robbie. Yeah, they. They they really had the most. They were fleshed out the most, and I like Captain Boomerang. Jai yeah, it's Courtney. the same. They he just needed like, more depth, but they were they were good. They were good. Yeah, they me. were. Like I was super surprised because I don't know who this guy was. I don't yeah. know, <laughs> you know. I've seen then, him like, in like see. the Assault on Arkham movie. Did you watch that? Oh no, Assault on Arkham. Oh shit, dude. Okay, like. Okay, I will. You're, you're in for a treat because Assault on Arkham, um, is the movie Suicide Squad live action should have been. Like, okay, uh, I'm going to, like, elevator pitch it to you real quick. It's based <laughs> okay. on the Arkham game universe. So that's the vibe. Uh-huh. So really violent and gritty. But it has such a good understanding of the DC characters. And the best part is it's set in Arkham. And Batman uh-huh. is in it. But Suicide Squad are the leading characters. So Joker so is the ba- main villain, dude. Oh, man. And every, everyone is in it. Riddler's in it. Poison Ivy. 
Uh, well, Riddler and Joker have the most screen time, but I all the other imagine. villains are there. Yeah, all the other mm-hmm. villains are there. Because, like, the, without giving away too much, the main mission is Amanda Waller is asking the Suicide Squad to take out the Riddler. I won't t- tell uh-huh. you why, but that's, okay. that's the mission. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm, noting, I'm noting it down in my yeah. notebook, and that's the first thing that I'm going to search for as soon as we're done here. Like, Dude, I'm, I'm, you're going to watch so it right after? Maybe, um, maybe right after. <laughs> dude, that's that's the reason why I was so hyped for the movie, like Suicide Squad live action. Because mm. I saw this, I fell in love with Suicide Squad, and I was like, "Oh, they're making a live action one, perfect." But it was so like underwhelming. <laughs> I was in, in such a bad case of denial when it came out. I was telling all my friends, "Oh, it's okay, it's so fun." And then like a week later, after I watched it, I was like, "Man, like I was after, lying to myself." After the rose tinted goggles came off, yeah, I was you like, know? I was lying to myself. Dude. <laughs> Especially the most disappointing part was they used Joker so heavily in the marketing. I know, but he's in the trailer more than he is in the movie, exactly. which is so dumb. And didn't Jared Leto like? Wasn't he kind of pissed too? He was like, super they pissed. Him. Yeah, they pitched yeah. him to have such an amazing, uh, like, oh, you're gonna. You're following Heath Ledger. You're gonna be able to do this. You have to exactly. do your best. And then he get he got into that crazy headspace. But then, I think he kind of overdid it. Like, okay, I love Jared Leto, but I think the oh, Heath yeah. Ledger pressure got to him, and he yeah, kind of like sure. he went method too hard. <laughs> like, I think he did method for the sake of saying that. Not because he, he needed to. Right? Yeah, not because he needed to. Because like, if you watch Suicide Squad, you see Joker's parts. You're like. A method actor didn't have to do that. I know Jim Carrey <laughs> could do that. <laughs> yeah, like, you get any YouTuber to do that part. Yeah, to be honest, he wasn't so, a yeah. well-rounded character at all. It's like a Joker cosplayer. That's mm-hmm. what he was in the movie. But then Joker cosplayers would have more like in-depth understanding of the character. Yeah, because they, they'd actually like dive into it. Yeah, like you'd, <laughs> you'd think while watching Suicide Squad. I love Jared Leto. He's a great actor, but did he research at all? I know. Did, did he <laughs> read so one different. comic book? I know. I think okay, he was bragging about getting so deep into the comics, but it's only mm-hmm. like, you know, the end game Joker in the, the comics? Uh, I th- I'm not super. No, not really. Well, um, but, that's kind of the appearance he was going for because uh-huh. he has a fade. <laughs> that's all, that's yeah, all I know. he has a fade. He has the undercut. Yeah. So Jerry Leto like trying to copy that gangster looking Joker, but it didn't make sense at all. Um, okay, so it's established the we really felt heartbroken about Suicide Squad. Could have been so much better. And I think Justice League was that like, okay, Suicide Squad sucked. At least make this good. Like yeah, because it's, it's it's Justice it's League. Justice you know, League. it's 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 like it's like um the iPhone of <laughs> of DC. Of DC, so yeah. it has to be good. Like the, the AirPods can suck. That's fine, but don't make the yeah, iPhone AirPods suck. Yeah, AirPods can suck. Don't make the iPhone suck. Yeah, and um, I again we know that DC should have taken their time more, but since they didn't, uh, fast forward to Justice League, I was still hopeful. Like at first, I was like, "Oh man, they're rushing too much." Then I saw that trailer, all the behind the scenes drama. And, yeah, and with all the Gosh, dropping out one, of it, all those videos coming up about yeah, all like, the behind the scenes stuff. Prior to the release. Yeah, it was so like, it made me feel so nervous. Because <laughs> this the one trailer that got me hyped. Because with all the gossip about the, the reshoots, 
the Henry Cavill mustache CGI. I felt like so out of it already. <laughs> like I wasn't hyped for the movie anymore. But then that like one the trailer, one. the one trailer that made me hyped for it was, do you remember that trailer where they used We Can Be Heroes as the song for <laughs> Justice League? I was so hyped because I felt like the emotional connection to it. But yeah. like, uh, after seeing the movie, I was like, oh man. <laughs> it was okay, but in a movie where the characters are literally gods, like Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Superman, uh-huh. like uh, godlike figures, and your weakest, quote-unquote, weakest character is freaking Batman. <laughs> it should be an amazing it film. It should be great. Yeah. It's like, it's like your weakest link is Batman. And Batman is not weak at all. Like, Batman's is... like the maximum human humans can reach. Yeah. The maximum potential and, of humans. And he can for sure... Uh, isn't it like um, kind of common comic book knowledge that he he knows how to beat each and every member of the Justice League? Like it's it's yeah. it's intrinsic. Like it's it programmed in his brain. Uh, Did you see that movie? Clark, Did you see uh, uh, Justice League Doom? Did you see that? There's an uh, animated movie about that. Uh huh. Oh okay. Oh shit! G- gotta write that down. <laughs> gotta write that one down. I feel like Captain America with his with like list catching up with <laughs> the world. Yeah. Because in that movie. Doom. Um, yeah, the basic premise in that movie is Bane, no, not Bane, but the Legion of Doom. Yeah, the Legion of Doom mm-hmm. hacks Batman's computer and they find the weaknesses of the, the entire Justice League. Of everyone. Oh, and they, they, okay. they try to kill everyone using Batman's weaknesses. Batman's, like, discovered weaknesses. Uh, research. Uh-huh. Research. Yeah. And it was so interesting to watch. Like, I wish Justice League, the movie, could have been like that. But there was just so much establishing to do. Because like mm-hmm. with, the, with the Justice League animated movies, they're kind of for people who already know the, the characters. So mm-hmm. you don't have to establish it. Because like when they start the animated movies, you already know who they are. Yeah, and you're not no gonna, establishing. Yeah. yeah, you're not gonna like have newcomers come to. I mean, like you'll have people who get introduced by their friends. Yeah. But then like they're probably like-minded individuals already. You're not like getting to an untapped market. Like my parents who watch all the Marvel movies, they've never picked up a comic book. Yeah, like, but they, they like the characters. They, they love yeah, it. Yeah, they do. I think that was the main issue. Because like, with Justice League, they had so much establishing to do. They're introducing so many new characters. Uh, Aquaman, Flash, Jim Gordon, even the villain, Steppenwolf. Mm-hmm. Like, with a movie like that, it's so hard to establish everyone equally, especially when they're as strong as those characters. As, exactly. Because I was going to say, like, a counter-argument to Justice League will be like, because... You can say, oh, we need more movies to establish so many characters. But you could say, why was X-Men good? The first X-Men. They had to exactly. establish all those characters. Yeah. But they I think... Didn't have, like, their audience didn't have prior knowledge of the yeah. X-Men. But I think the edge of X-Men was not everyone was as much of a big shot as each of the Justice League members. That's which is true. why you could just focus on Wolverine, Cyclops. That's fine. Um, but with Justice League, dude, there's so much potential for each character in the movie that they all end up feeling half-baked by the end of it. But then at the same time, like an argument that I'd probably put towards that is with the amount of Superman movies we've had, with the amount of Batman movies we've had, uh, and Wonder Woman's been around for on TV movies and everything Mm -hmm. for a while. I'm pretty sure we could have had a Justice League movie where it didn't super focus on them. Yeah. Like, they didn't need introductory stories in that movie. Like, we could have 
gone with everybody else, you know? Like, just jumped into it. Yeah. Like, like without establishing. This is learning to not favor too much what everyone else cares about. Because Joker was, like, a risk, but such a success. And I think because of that, it opens the doors for more director-driven things. Exactly. You could say, Joker did well, so we can just always do that. Okay, let's imagine in a parallel universe, you had a, a Flash movie come out first and a mm-hmm. Aquaman movie come out before Justice League and a Cyborg movie. Then they would ha- each have their own fan bases, new fan exactly. bases. Like and imagine you'd, you'd... all the um, chicks who would be like, oh, I have such a huge crush on The Flash, so I'm going to watch like, I know, yeah, I'm gonna Justice watch League. Flash. And I'm going to watch yeah. Justice League because of that. So it, they could have had that, but nah, they, they, they were in a rush too much. But then I think, uh, you know, I'm just maybe looking at it with uh, 2020 hindsight vision, yeah. you know. Um, but like, I'm glad that they're in the direction they are now. Yeah, like they had to trip first, trip yeah, over themselves. They, they had they had to know because you know nothing. Like they were like probably the the people in the off like the the corporate part of it. We're yeah. probably like, ah, we're DC, we're Superman, we're Batman. Yeah, we'll people sell, are gonna we'll watch it anyway. Yeah. yeah. But then like, um, have their boots knocked down and be like, okay, okay, we need to take this seriously. I'm kind of happy that uh, this is the direction that they're going and then the Snyder Cut is coming out yes. after years and years of longing for it. I completely agree with you on that point that the corporate side of it was super cocky. Because like we can do yeah. anything because we can rush the script and not polish it because people are going to watch Batman and Superman, which I think the pressure on Marvel, like that pressure wasn't on Marvel because mm-hmm. they were introducing characters, okay, in the start that people weren't huge fans of. Like, exactly. Like Iron Man's B-list, not, right? yeah, they're B-list. Like Iron Man's not Batman level. Well, now he is, but before now, he wasn't. Now he is, yeah. yeah. And like Thor, like, who did who did did you know loved Thor prior to the movie? Like, I didn't know a single person. <laughs> I didn't know a single person who even knew Thor. I was like, oh, Thor from the the myth. Like, they know the yeah, exactly Norse like, myth, not the Marvel stuff. Or like, I didn't even know what his backstory was. I just knew mm-hmm. like he had this cane that turned into a hammer. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know anything else. But um, but DC, I think that was their challenge. Is everyone knows these characters already, exactly. so they have expectations. And on the other side of that, um, the the producers would think, "Oh, everyone know, knows the characters already, so, so why do we have to build it up?" Right? Mm-hmm. It's fine the way it is. So with the Snyder Cut, since yes. you did some research, do you know <laughs> yes. what we should expect from it? Uh, I I have like a list of things that I want and yeah. I have like a list of things that I've read up on or seen stuff on. So okay. um, the first thing on my list and I have to shoot off for this one. <laughs> for, for those just listening, he's wearing a Green Lantern ring. I'm wearing the, and it's a DC Direct movie ring. So it's support of the movies. <laughs> I love um, that. <laughs> dude, I, it's People, people are like, uh, why do you have that? Of all the Green Lantern rings, why do you have the movie ring? And I'm like, because you got to love the things that you love even when they're not good. I mean, exactly. that's how you know you love them. Like the analogy earlier, like, <laughs> it's your kid. This is your kid. Yeah, it's your kid. Even if you make some crappy drawing, you're putting it on the fridge. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's going up there. I mean, 
Dude, if I if I discourage my kid now, he's gonna stop drawing forever. Exactly. So, so you gotta encourage him even when he sucks. Another thing that I was super disappointed with the movie was the, the lack of black suit Superman. Yeah, uh, and and dude, Henry Cavill freaking hyped it with that Instagram I know. post. It's like oh, show the close like, up of the so the much suit. More of that. Yeah. Yeah. And like the whole coming back with the you know like in the Death of Superman comic when he came back with the long hair. Long hair. Yeah. Dude. Uh, Henry Cavill looks so cool doing that, man. That'll be so badass. So that's uh, rumored to make comebacks. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot more Batman because um, if anything that anyone can agree with with the Justice League and Batman versus Superman and whatnot is Ben Affleck's Batman was probably the standout thing there. And yeah. it sucks that they moved on already like i i still wish to see more of that but then i'm excited for the robert pattison uh, I, I think though there's there's a rumor that he signed on back at least for the snyder cut thing yeah that's what i heard also yeah. the snyder cut but more at least new scenes we get new scenes yeah. with ben affleck and hopefully he's not so depressed because you can you can see how sad he's so he defeated is. yeah because like the- dude if no matter who you are if you're casted as batman you'll freaking love that right and then, dude after these movies, he felt so defeated. Like, this movie could have been so good, but he wasn't the director, so he didn't have power over it. I think that's why exactly. he backed down from being the director of the Batman movie. Because exactly. originally, like for those who don't know, he was supposed to direct Matt Reeves' Batman. It was supposed to be Ben Affleck. But he, back, he backed out. I guess because of like creative differences. Yeah. We, everyone, Hollywood's favorite way of... Uh, of uh, Hollywood's favorite way of uh, excusing divorce yeah. within the franchise. Like, oh, we have creative differences. We Not like we hate each other or like we yeah. want to kill each other now. <laughs> creative differences. So what's the next item on your list on uh, findings related next, to the Snyder Cut? Um, the next thing. So, so there was a Martian Manhunter. Uh, uh, so there's this scene that's rumored because there's this actor. Um, he was the general at the end of Man of Steel. Yeah. You know, um, and he wasn't the general throughout it. He was the general throughout yeah. it. And he was confirmed, I think, to be Martian Manhunter. Yeah. I also so read, the, like, oh, go ahead. I think we oh, no, watched it. We watched or read the same articles. Like, I read that there was this scene that they shot where he was disguised as Martha Kent. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly what I had here. We both did our research. It's showing. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yes. So that's that's something super exciting. The disguise is Martha Kent. So the story with that for the viewers is um, there's uh, there's supposed to be this pivotal scene between Martha Kent and Lois Lane, and then um, right at the like the apex of the scene, the climax, uh, Martha Kent turns into Martian Manhunter. And then turns back into the general. So like, just to like get, I don't know, I don't know, I don't really know what else happens after that. But that's re- that's it's pretty much this established that this guy can shape shift. Mm-hmm. Like for those who don't know who it's, he is, he's a shape shift. Yeah, he can shape shift. Yeah. Although then, I'm not, like, he wouldn't have a big role in the Snyder Cut. He'd just be there. I'm sure he would. Then, yeah, he, he won't a be a, sure. a, a main character yet. He'll probably. I like the way that I could see him is he's like a Hulk, kind of, yeah. and not just because they're both green, but like you know he's 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 there. 
he's just off there doing his own thing. But then he's furthering. He's not the with plot. the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like Hulk in They're the early not. stages of the MCU. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Hulk in Avengers before he turned into the Hulk. Yeah. Basically. Like Bruce Banner. That, that was him. Yeah, Bruce yeah. Banner. So uh, that, the Martian Manhunter scenes. I'm... There was a thing that I saw about Darkseid being younger, and he's yeah. not Darkseid yet. Like he hasn't adopted the name of Darkseid yet. I forgot the name. It, it was a. It started with a U, but I forgot the name. I didn't get the right one. The thing about Darkseid, I think, for those who aren't DC fans, is there's you don't know anything about him. He's such a bland video game type boss, where mm-hmm. he just wants to rule the world. That's it. And I think again, back to Marvel, that's what they did with Thanos, is Thanos could have been like that, like some one-dimensional villain, but they gave him a hum- almost human-like motivation to do what he's doing. And I think that, that was DC's mistake with, well, a lot of their villains, but uh, with Darkseid, or Steppenwolf, rather, in Justice League, so one-dimensional. All he wants to do is exactly. rule the world. That's it. There's no motivation. So you don't feel good when he gets beat to the ground. You're just like, yeah, whatever. it's like, oh, okay. You just like something some, that had to be done. Yeah, some just something happening. Exactly. I'm super excited for the Snyder Cut to be since it's launching episodic. Yeah. So oh, that's I'd confirmed. That it's, it's confirmed that it's gonna be episodes. Th- yeah, it's gonna. Oh, that's great. That's that great. Be episodes, but they're episodes broken down so that if you watch them all together, it feels like a movie. Like Still a makes movie sense. Long. Yeah, like a, like you know the Ten Commandments movie is so yeah. long. There's yeah. an intermission. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like because I didn't know that was confirmed, but I, I read this article where it might be episodic, and then the way they're gonna do it is they're just gonna end with a cliffhanger each time. So yeah, it'll it'll yeah, feel that's... like a must to finish the whole thing. Or you just finish the whole thing because it's Cause amazing. It's, <laughs> cause it's Cause Justice it's League. So but dude, like uh, I don't know, dude. I think that's what the are perfect. Your... I think that's a perfect solution to all the problems is divide it because there's yeah. so much to go down. Like imagine they could have an episode all about Cyborg and all about Wonder Woman, but it's still part of one movie and that mm-hmm. would work. It would work. Or like, okay, so like if they had an episode of Cyborg then an episode of Wonder Woman like, and have those, that format, and then they'll, they'll maybe once everything's done, they'll have like a master edit where it's the movie. Yeah. I think that'd be a cool way to do it. Because yeah. like, if it's good and... <laughs> I think, okay, if they're giving Zack Snyder full creative control, it's going to be I'm good. I'm sure. It's, yeah, he's, it's going to be good. He makes good shit if, he's, if he has the power mm-hmm. to do it. If he's given the power to do it. The, uh, regardless of whether or not it, many people are going to be talking about this and many people should be talking about this. Yeah. More people should be talking about this. It should have more hype than Endgame. I know. It just didn't it have the build-up. Yeah, I think it but just then didn't like, have the build-up. But yeah, I'm excited because I, I don't know if I'm a minority, but I don't mind long movies. Dude, same. Like, if it needs to be long, it's fine. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. The Dark Knight's so long. <laughs> and The Dark Knight Rises is so long. I'm you fine with that. Feel it. Yeah, because you need it. it. You need it to be long. It's paced out so well. The timing is so well. 
So longer movie is written in bold, right? Okay, here, in, your, in your notes. I love in my notes because I'd love to have even a five-hour long yeah. Justice League movie. I would, I would watch, I would, I'd watch it twice a day, <laughs> the first you'll, day of its release. You'll dedicate your entire day to a yeah, double showing. Definitely. I will wear my Batman underwear. I'll wear my Superman you, T-shirt. Your Green Lantern ring that you're wearing right now. Ring. Yeah, I will wear everything. And do that's just, better because the longer the movie is, the more invested you'll be in the characters, mm-hmm. right? I don't, I don't think you're in the minority, but I think okay, no offense, but like the normies, the non-movie yeah. uh, lovers, just want a quick experience of a movie. They don't want to like be on an emo- emotional journey, like yeah, they don't want to have the whole arcs, you know? Yeah, like no, I'm not shitting on them because like everyone's entitled to their own thing. But those people mm-hmm. who, who just love cliche rom-coms and stuff like that, Very, they, they just want to sit down, yeah, walk, walk out of it, like, have a good time. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, okay. like, they don't want to, like, sit down and analyze the movie after mm-hmm. and talk about theories and, and stuff. And I think that's the audience DC should be going for. It's the ones that are passionate about movies. Exactly. And passionate about their IP, like the property. Yes, exactly. So next uh, up on what to expect from the Snyder Cut. On what to yeah. expect is more post-credit scenes. So, mm-hmm. uh, like the, extended. Extended post-credit yeah. scenes. Like the whole, uh, there's, there's so many more. There was so much more Lex Luthor stuff that was filmed. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Jesse Eisenberg just signed back on, so he was he's confirmed to shoot new scenes for yeah. Justice League. Even though people didn't really uh, accept him pretty well as like they didn't Luther. jive with the whole nerd, nerdy Luther thing. Um, the way that I look at it is like everyone was like, "Oh, he would maybe Jesse Eisenberg would be a better Riddler," but yeah. then like, no, it's 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 a new take. You have to. Accept it, uh, right? Stop, Accept it. And stop looking at movies comparing them to what they used to be. Yeah. Like, try to try to go in with fresh eyes with like, everything. If, if you want a movie to be the same as the old one, just watch the old one. Just watch the old one. Don't, yeah. don't yeah. compare it. You know, comparison is the thief of joy. I think. Oh, I, I love that quote, man. Yeah, it's like, comparison's the thief of joy. Dude, imagine if they thought that way about Heath Ledger. Like, oh, he's not like Jack Nicholson. The Joker shouldn't yeah. be like that. No, well, they did, right? They, and then they did, but they, they accepted it so eventually. Much, yeah, they eventually no, I remember, accepted. I remember he was such a big uh, controversy before before um, it came out. Before it came out, because like, what did Heath Ledger do? Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, uh, he he's in uh, what's that? Casanova uh, or uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. Rom- yeah, there. Ten Things, ten I, things I Hate About You. It's like, why are they getting this pretty boy uh, person to be the Joker? Yeah. He's not going to do well. And look at him now. He's the most highly regarded comic book villain, of I all, think. Or villain, of cinematic villain. Even. Cinematic villain, sorry. Cinematic villain. And time. like, um, when, when the first photos came out, when the trailer came out, people just shut up. They're like, okay. No. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Dude, when that... When that photo um, came out, I remember because it was around the time the PSP was uh, was a thing. Moving. Yeah, so it thing. was saved in your PSP. It was your wallpaper was, or something. Yeah, it was the wallpaper. It was it was so you saw, uh, it was like glass on top. Yeah, it was like a glass window, and then the top of the glass was blurred, 
And then the bottom of the glass was very see-through. And you could just see faint outlines of Heath Ledger. And then he's drawing that smile. Oh, yeah. The poster. That's it's one big, of the first that, Batman yeah, posters. Post- Batman. I was like, The Dark Knight oh. poster. The oh. one he wrote, Why So Serious With Blood on the... Yeah, and then... And then oh, yeah. man. God. You, you know what was sad that, about that poster, though? Whoa. That was kind of like a really good rebound of the photo shoot they had because, of course, prior to wrapping up the film, they had a photo shoot. And, of mm-hmm. course, Heath Ledger was able to finish this movie and actually mm-hmm. carry on to do another movie. Like, he half did another movie. But mm-hmm. the photo shoot they did, that was not the intent with that shot because I saw the raw shot. It was like oh, just okay. Joker kind of talking to the camera. So oh, I guess they okay. like improvised with it. They said, what if he's behind glass and we put that whole oh. smile thing? So it was Whoever a good that, good recovery. Yeah. Like even if Whoever did Ledger, that. Yeah, even if he like tragically passed away. Like they were able to recover. In fact, I think it helped with the as as bad as his death was, it helped with the marketing for the Dark Knight. I know. I, it made I people want to like, see it. I don't know who I was talking to about this, but um, someone brought it up that they were like, do you think if Heath Ledger didn't die, uh, he would still get the same recognition that he got for The Dark Knight? And I honestly do not know how to answer that one. Yeah. I think, like, he would have, but he wouldn't have been as legendary. Exactly. It wouldn't be legendary. Yeah. Because, like, dude, that would have been so amazing, though. Like, imagine Heath actually, like, Accepting the award himself. That would have been so awesome. It was so heartbreaking. The next movie. Dude, The Dark Knight Rises would have been a completely different thing. I know. I was he didn't die. (laughs) Back back uh back to my me saying the same thing over and over again (laughs) in your previous episode. (laughs) You can tell I'm like a huge fan of this in the in the Tarantino episode. I remember. Oh, the Christopher Nolan, Christopher Nolan episode. Oh, sorry, yeah, the the Christopher Nolan. My bad. Yeah, it means a lot though that you tune in. Thank, thanks, dude. Oh, dude, I I love I love uh, your show. It's I'm so excited. Like you have no idea how uh, how like uh, I couldn't put to words how excited (laughs) I was when you sent me the oh wow would you want to be part of the show I was like. Yeah, because dude, like, I, we, we talk about this stuff all the time. I was like, why not just get pals to talk about the Snyder Cut? Because we, we talk about it a lot. <laughs> yeah. So why not? Dude, I had to. I, I was trying to be cool with my plans. Like, yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> like, dude, inside, man, you have no idea how. Woo. Dude, that, that means the world, seriously. Like, thank you. <laughs> so dude, so I was you're so excited. You're saying about, uh, oh, yeah, you're tuning into the last episode. Mm-hmm. And and we'll yeah, I, rem- I remember talking about the Dark Knight because it was a Nolan episode. Mm-hmm. So you were saying, what what did you like take away from that? Um, I don't know. I liked i I love the I love how a lot of it was the Dark Knight. Yeah, As, a lot of the episode was the Dark Knight. It was half great. the episode. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Um. I loved it. Uh, that episode was good. I liked the back and forth. Uh, man, uh, I'd, loved, I'd love to have a three-person discussion one day. Dude, for sure. We should like have a <laughs> conference about the Dark Knight. Yeah, even, even if it's not on, on the podcast, even if it's just for us. Like, yeah, just, just uh, between uh, ourselves. More talking points. I just, I wish for more Deathstroke. As soon as, uh, as, soon as Deathstroke was a rumored uh, character on Justice yeah. League, I was like, ah, oh, finally. 
dude, I love Deathstroke. And like when the Batman movie, when it was still Ben Affleck, and like uh, Deathstroke was gonna be the main villain, I was like, yes, on board, a hundred percent. I will watch this, even if it's uh, five, ten years from now. I'm waiting for this movie. Yeah. But then like ah, uh, so. But I think the unlucky thing about Deathstroke is Deadpool is a Deathstroke parody. Exactly. And, and people are gonna have... They're gonna compare so, it because his freaking name is Slade Wilson. I know, dude. Which, it's like they didn't even try. Yeah. <laughs> like because, Marvel didn't even try. Because Marvel kind of knew they were par- kind of parodying Deathstroke instead of mm-hmm. copying him. So people who don't know that are gonna watch the Justice League movie and be like, oh, this guy's copying Deadpool. But exactly. a boring version because he's not funny. Because he's not meant yeah. to be funny. Mm-hmm. So Boring. Air quotes on boring. Air quotes on boring. Because personally, I don't find him boring. But those who have not seen Deathstroke in anything will find Mm -hmm. him, like, comparing him to Deadpool, very bland. Like, Um, fun-wise. Fun-wise, he's very bland. Are there... What what can people watch with Deathstroke now? Like, you can play the Arkham games and kind of have an idea who Deathstroke is. Some DC Uh, movies, animated movies. Arrow did Deathstroke really well. Like as much as that show didn't do a lot good, yeah, uh, the Deathstroke and Arrow was pretty good. Like everyone, I think, regards it as really good Deathstroke. To people who don't know Deathstroke, what's your one sentence pitch to them to actually like invest, <laughs> invest their time into watching? Deathstroke is like if uh, if Batman decided to be a bad guy, like just the level of calculating and smarts and brilliance that Deathstroke has. Mm. So if you like mix Batman and Deadpool, like just like Batman's brain with like Deadpool his violence physicality. Yeah. yeah. I think that'd be a yeah, I think that's a decent pitch for people to get into Deathstroke. Um so Snyder Cut, I'm I'm hoping that uh you know how there there was like the dream sequence. There, that's something that I had here. Yeah. The Nightmare Batman's, Ma- Batman sequence. There needs to be more stuff like that. Like, yeah. I was so hyped for it when it happened in Dawn of Justice and Batman versus Superman. I was like, oh, man, that's going to be so cool. Because it's like Injustice. Uh, Did you play Injustice? Yeah, ex- yeah. yeah, the games. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so, like, man, there's so much stuff that I wished could come up. Like, I don't know. Sometimes the story that you make in your head... Uh, to you is so much better than what we get. Sometimes. Exactly. Like even like if you're not even a hardcore fan of DC, if you have some like uh shallow theories mm-hmm. about what the movie's gonna be, sometimes it even comes out better than the movie. Yeah. So the nightmare sequence. F- yeah. The nightmare sequence is is uh it's man it's something that can't be. I can't. I won't be able to put into words when they finally do it in the science. Yeah. But I also don't really want to talk so much like about my expectations and what I want to, to like, I want to filter it to a degree because I don't want to look back and be like, Oh, <laughs> like, oh that, that was, out. that could have been it. Yeah. Yeah. Like that could have been it. But then like, so I, I'm keeping very open-minded about this okay. and I'm so excited for it. I love the love that it's getting. Like, um, I love Jason Momoa and the fact that he's so like, oh, let's do this. Oh, let's do this. Like, oh, he was the first person who was like, uh, during, I was watching this interview about the Snyder Cut and then he was like, um, someone asked him, like, oh, in Zach's movie. And then he was like, wait, Zach's movie? 
you've seen the Snyder Cut? It's like, oh, and he's like, oh, you think that he doesn't have a finished movie? So there That's is crazy. one. They were like so confirming there is, there is one. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there is one. But then I'm also sure that they're rewriting some stuff. Yeah. Just just to make it. I mean, Justice came out. 2017. It feels 17. so recent. Feels so recent. Feels so recent. Um, but like three years ago. And three years of fan videos. Of people saying this should happen. Three yeah, years theories. of theories. Threes. I'm pretty sure. Um, Do these like, directors the they people, watch that? They watch yeah, that shit. The, yeah. the, the writers they have their ear to the pulse of what's happening online. Like I think there's a fine line between listening to the fans and giving fan service. Exactly. Like I you hope have they to, don't do the the latter. I hope they don't do the latter. They should. They shouldn't do the latter. Because, yeah. um, you know. I'm a fan. You're a fan. Yeah. There, there are probably thousands, millions of, of other people who are just like us who all want one thing. I'm pretty sure. I mean, even though our views on it are pretty similar, I'm pretty yeah. sure there are some things that you and I uh, are going to want to differ like, are gonna differ on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you'd want more Green Lantern in it than I, I would. Well, not... I- not really. I mean, I love the I love Green Lantern as like a goof. Like it's okay. I, I would I I want more Batman and Superman in it. If okay. I'm, that's the same thing I was gonna say. So okay, we're, we're and, the same on that aspect. Uh, I'd like a lot more. I'd like some some more Aquaman too, because yeah. just because I love uh man Jason Momoa's yeah. portrayal. He's so into it. Yeah, it's completely he different from Aquaman from, in any other form. I know. Like it's like. It's like you know how everyone used to make fun of Aquaman. It's yeah, like now, now it's like yeah, go try. <laughs> now <laughs> try he's it, the man. most badass one. But dude, fun you also. Be Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. he's fun and badass. It's a good combination. And dude, mm. now Aquaman came out, so you could totally understand the Justice League better. Mm-hmm. Which is a it's a did good you, thing too. Did you like Aquaman? Did you how how much did you like that movie? I if, liked it. It was fun, but I have to say it was like. Pretty forgettable after seeing it. Mm-hmm. Like it was a fun mm-hmm. movie, but uh, I wouldn't recommend people to go out of their way to see it. If you know to what see. I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's fine. It's fine. Like if you're watching, it's fine. If you're watching it, you won't be disappointed after seeing it. It's yeah, fine. for sure. My mistake is I watched Aquaman in the the 4D cinema. Yeah. Of of the mall that Did I was they spray in. water all over. Man, the amount of water that Just they put with us. It was so bad. I had to change my shirt after that movie. <laughs> it was like re- uh, riding Rio Grande at Enchanted yeah. Kingdom. Yeah, <laughs> Enchanted Kingdom. God. Uh, yeah, now the characters are more established, so you'll appreciate it more. But the main issue I have is, okay, let's say it will be great. So mm-hmm. does that mean it'll just erase the old Justice League? Or are we just expected to forget it? I'm, wi- I- I'm willing to forget the old Justice League. <laughs> Or, or, um, or are they going to make it in a way that they coexist and this is just a longer version? Or you think they're going to scrap out major plot points in the old one? I'm very divided. I'm very yeah. divided on that. Because I would love the consistency. Like, if they could pull off the, this... If, but then, no, I don't think they can. No, there's no way yeah. I feel that they can do... They, that one can exist uh, continuity-wise without the other. Cause like, they both first, have to... They have to differ from each other. Yeah, sure. one ha- one has to give because, like, other than the way that characters are gonna look, because they're gonna bring Steppenwolf back to 
his uh, older art style. Well, they're gonna change the complete look. I, I think. I think they're gonna go to the post credits director's cutscene. You know how Steppenwolf like, kind of looked a lot different, like scary. like less human. He looked like a monster, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and I hope that they're gonna do that. Okay. Um, and just all those mini continuity things, and one of the things that really broke my heart yeah. with yeah. Justice League was that like the. First five seconds of it when you when you see Superman with his oh the CGI mustache I was like oh no yeah. that that's when I knew that's when I knew that the movie's movie gonna be bad or at not least, like, bad but like that's when I knew that all of my expectations are not gonna be met yeah it's sure. like if they couldn't polish that what else couldn't they polish mm-hmm. and if they weren't sure because like the reshoots. You could tell what was a reshoot because of how mm-hmm. Henry Cavill looks. The sketchy thing about reshoots for me, most of the time, is it just means the studio wasn't sure what, what they were going to do. Exactly. And then the only time I think re- uh, reshoots are a good thing is to make it better than it mm-hmm. already was. Like I heard the Joker movie had a lot of reshoots, but that's only because Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips are like, oh shit, it would be so much better we if we did this. Too. Yeah. But with Justice League, I think the reshoots are because they're trying to salvage the, the wreck that was left behind. Yeah, like yeah. the shipwreck. They're trying to duct tape it. Mm-hmm. And with this one, it's like Henry Cavill, like most of his footage has that awkward CGI lip. It's that lip, dude. That mustache that cost DC so much money. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, isn't it easier... I mean, couldn't they have worked something out with the Mission Impossible people to be like, hey, can we shave off Henry Cavill's mustache? And we'll like, pay you okay. like, yeah, we'll, we'll pay, pay you X amount. Millions, yeah. We'll pay you the budget that we're going to allot to the 3D renderers. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the like power play, honestly. Yeah, I think, I think so. Think, I really think it was a power play. Yeah. I think Mission Impossible was like, uh-uh, we got you by, by the ball, so we're not going to like let you go that easily. If, I believe if, he can if, grow that back in a week. Yeah. So right. why, why do, why do they back. need to keep it? Yeah. Or, or dude, prosthetic makeup for adding a mustache now yeah. versus CGI, CGI for removing a mustache. It's like, dude, it's, it's, it, it, it all came to dick measuring. Like who had the longer yeah. stick. <laughs> it, it's one of the wackiest decisions ever made in movie history, I think. CGI uh, in his lip. <laughs> Like, in the reshoots, why couldn't they just... Okay, one way that they could have completely done different is keep the mustache, put a prosthetic beard on him so it looks full, you know? Yeah. So that he could be that bearded, long-haired Superman. Oh, I think it's because with the reshoots, they also showed flashbacks. Ah. Which is why they couldn't... It couldn't be bearded Superman. I guess so, yeah. Okay, okay. Looking at it from a, a money point of view is Mission Impossible is not going to reschedule because they're going to lose money for this movie they don't yeah. care about. So let's exactly. say Henry Cavill has a Justice League shoot today. Tomorrow, he has a Mission Impossible shoot. He can't grow the mustache that fast. In a day, yeah. Yeah, and they're not going to like spend, like move their shoot because of this other movie. So I think that's another thing they had to like consider. Take into account. Yeah. So besides you know, like, oh, you're saying, go ahead. No, I, I just... I'm just speaking about this from like a fan perspective. Yeah. Like I obviously I'm wrong in financial uh in like the financial sector. But then like 
I would delay a movie. Like I, I, I'd be okay as a fan if they delayed yeah. the movie a few months just to make sure that yeah. everything was ironed out. I know they're gonna lose so much money, but then like, will the losses? People will watch it. Exactly. Yeah, right. Won't the losses? Kind, won't the reward kind of make up for yeah. all the loss that they're gonna get? Uh, that's again, that's like, just my based on research because I'm also not some financial whiz, but yeah, I, I read that. Same issue with Suicide Squad. Same issue with Justice League. Is uh, they had sponsorships that were scheduled. Oh. So, for example, they had to show the movie by this time because uh, this sponsor already paid to have this product in their movie at that time. Oh. Okay. So that's also why the movie is rushed. It, I hate when money gets in the way of I know movies being good, but also money is what makes the movies happen. Exactly. So you can't hate it. Uh, but then, like. God, some some blatant product placement at times is just so like so IHOP and Man of Steel. Yeah. God, they they had like so many scenes of IHOP. Like closing up on the logo. I know. All my hope for the Snyder Cut really is like I want to be happy as a fan because I've been completely disappointed with almost every. Uh, Thing that I've loved, <laughs> every movie that I've loved, uh, for the past few years, Star Wars really shit the bed. Oh, you mean um, like uh, franchises you were hoping? Yeah, like for. just yeah, franchises that I was hoping for. Star You're Wars rooting for them. The yeah, bed. dude, we ranted about that first. So I know on, on in our chat. But wait, what, what's the other one you're saying? Star Wars, and then um, what other stuff? Have were you a Game of Thrones fan? No, I was not. Because I, I wasn't either, but I heard it stuff. I heard the ending stuff. I heard, I heard it was yeah. um, greatly disappointing to the fans of Game of Thrones. Yeah. There was another one that I had. Okay. Oh, okay. I have not even just comic book stuff, but like even how I met your mother's finale. Oh, shit. Was kind yeah. Of that was but a long know, time ago, dude. But like, I know, dude, I but also like, hate it so much. <laughs> I hate no, but the then, like those are the things. Like what. Okay, from all of the stuff that you've loved, superhero, TV, uh, movie, what has was it ha- what has had a satisfying ending oh, other dude, than the, Avengers? The biggest satisfying ending ever? Yeah. Uh, Avatar, dude. Have you seen Avatar? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect from start to finish. Yeah. And what I'm else? Not much a- Endgame, I've never but, seen the Korra stuff. I never oh, me watched neither, me neither. Korra. I, I but tried. But the, the, the first one, yeah. I loved. The original one is perfect from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Like the build-up was perfect. Um, what other thing was satisfying? Okay, That's like this isn't necessarily the end, but you could uh-huh. think of it as the last movie if you if you want to. Um, I think uh, X Men: Days of Future Past was such a good, oh uh, like, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. a landmark movie for X Men. Like it brought everything together that, so smoothly. The first class reboot, reboot. Yeah. Oh man. I love Great. that also. But Great. I don't like how it ended. That's also yeah. a bad ending for me. Like, Let's see. There. X-Men they start out also, so good. Like Dark Phoenix. I want to forget it. I want to forget it existed. No. Oh, but I heard, I heard, um, ooh, I heard, I, I heard rumors about Dark Phoenix. A lot of the problems with Dark Phoenix was because of Captain Marvel. Why was that? How is um, that related to? Oh, because of the, because, the mutual because, characters. Is that because... The aliens in Dark Phoenix were supposed to be Skrulls. Ooh, because okay. Skrull, Skrulls are apparently more of an X-Men property than yeah. um, MCU property. So, 
um, they had to pretty much rewrite Dark Phoenix. Like a rush. The, they rushed. From the ground up. Yeah, yeah. Completely. Like the performances in that X-Men universe. God, Michael Fassbender as Magneto is the, probably the best um, human villain I've seen in a really long time. I mean, if you don't count Joker as a human. Oh yeah, of, of course. Yeah, I mean, he's, 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 you sometimes he's forget. Human. You sometimes forget Joker. Yeah, I, I, I can't. Yeah, I can't. But he is a human. He's like an anomaly. Exactly. It's like oh, yeah. but, but he's more human than Magneto because Magneto's freaking a mutant. But then like, oh yeah, like no, uh, then, genetically speaking. <laughs> yeah, genetically speaking. Yeah, but then like, I don't know. I guess because Joker's so larger than life. Yeah. You know. Like he, I don't, I, man. I think Magneto was a grounded villain because he's so like relatable. I know like, I relate to him way more than any of the other X Men yeah. except for Wolverine. Like I, like way more than Professor X. Yeah, uh, Professor Magneto X is like not really that relatable. He's just yeah, a mentor figure. All. Yeah. Actually, like funny thing about the Joker is like renowned as like the best villain of all time, but he's also the least relatable. <laughs> Exactly. It's so funny because like how many people? No, okay, people could idolize him, but no one can relate. I, exactly. I, I doubt. That's why he has all these like a blind followers, even within the universe, is because mm-hmm. he's so charismatic, but no one oh, can just... see themselves as him. Like they can be his followers, yeah. but not him. You but can like, try. Yeah, you can try. Who can like try. Jared Leto. <laughs> you <laughs> could try. But um, Magneto, he's this guy who was like a victim of war. Mm-hmm. And he was a Jew in the time of World War II. So Yeah, and other than being abused in concentration camps for being a Jew, yeah. he was abused for being a mutant. Like, yeah, there was so, so double much, abuse. So much stuff. Yeah. yeah. So he went through so much. It's like you sympathize with that. And, and then like the way that uh, Apocalypse did it, where he finally like that was my favorite scene in x-men apocalypse when he finally had a family that he cared for like the he horse wife, he had a daughter oh, oh, oh. Yeah, like yeah. when they took it that, away that, again yeah when they took it from him that that like bow and arrow that was let go by accident killing yeah. his daughter man that dude I'd, I'd hate to use this as a, as a comparison because it kind of downplays magneto but it's kind of like Sharpay in High School Musical. <laughs> like, how many times are you going to make him the good guy then bad guy again? Like back and you forth know, so much. I love that you made that comparison because I love me some High School Musical yeah. too. Guilty it. pleasure. Guilty pleasure. Yeah. God. I mean, it was our childhood. So it's fine mm-hmm. that we love that like without bias. But like, could you imagine someone who just got into it in their 20s? That would be kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like for us, we were like teenagers when it came out, so that's fine. We grew up with it. It was yeah, our coming of age. It. Yeah. Even though it was like super unrealistic. <laughs> yeah. It had like dude, I was like in seventh grade when the first one came out. So what, yeah, what, I was what, not in high school. <laughs> you Yeah, neither of us were. And then yeah, when when you me. enter high school, you're like, this isn't high school musical. <laughs> Where's this all the sucks. singing, man? <laughs> Why is everyone so like angry? <laughs> So, okay, like, uh, to wrap up our discussion on the Snyder Cut, yes, is, yeah. uh, I think, like, my main takeaway from this whole thing is I'm glad it's going to be a ser- kind of a series. Because mm-hmm. that's Episodic. the perfect, yeah, it's the perfect cure to everything wrong with it. Like, you just need more time to make people care. I think that's the main thing I took away from it. How about you? Mm-hmm. The, my... My main takeaway from it is 
that exactly what you said uh yeah. that you're gonna you're gonna let it cook more you're gonna let people understand it more and then at the same time i've always felt like um the movie medium for comic books is not perfect yeah like i feel like movies aren't the perfect way i really feel like especially with the resurgence of good tv related comic book stuff um i like daredevil is yes. by far the most amazing comic book just the adaptation series, yeah adaptation that i've ever seen and like, like in series form I, you mean in series in form in series form yeah. i feel like that having hour long episodes or longer than hour long episodes but just having it over a span where you can really flesh it out yeah. is a more perfect medium for superheroes yeah cuz comic books came out in like this thick like tiny at its at yeah at its jet at time yeah. yeah they were not you didn't get graphic novels until later on mm-hmm. so uh, i feel like the episodic nature of a tv show is more fit for a comic book and that's something i've uh, i've been trying to tell my my friends my mm-hmm. my family everything um marvel has got some good points but then at the same time i really wish that uh they would prefer they would rather go for a more longer form yeah cuz uh, like you miss so much if it's just mm-hmm. if you're limited to 2 hours there's so much you have to cut out imagine if endgame was an episodic thing imagine how much exactly. love like you could mull over like how much more um performances like as soon as robert downey jr as iron man gets back to earth and he has that whole exchange with steve about uh how spider-man not there for him yeah and like and he let like down how, the kid he let down yeah, spider-man he let down everyone that whole chunk was the last slow scene in avengers endgame after yeah, that so fast afterwards everything rubber banded to the end yeah which so, I, I, I don't i don't hate Like I I do yeah I mean for what it was yeah Endgame was the best experience I've ever had in a cinema. I cried yeah. way more in Endgame. Dude, same. Tears of joy yeah. than I think I've ever cried in any cinematic experience. The, the I, I last felt, like twenty like, minutes, the oh. best best cinematic Dude. experience of all time. That gosh they they okay so uh, spoilers for Endgame. Yeah, well, uh, who hasn't seen it? Who hasn't seen who hasn't it? Hasn't though, seen but, it? But, obligatory spoiler warning okay. that little crackling on the left that falcon says the cap like on right as the rings yeah on your left on your right left, as yeah. go up and then the goosebumps start to crawl up your Dude, body same. i feel and then everyone comes on i feel so happy just this this talking about it i know i'm getting yeah. some of the feeling back yeah. and i just so, want that from justice league i know <laughs> that's all that's i want thing. I think Justice League has so much potential to do that. I would so loved it. So like, oh, like imagine if Superman had that moment where they come back. That on your left moment. That like, on your left moment. Yeah. And then cuz like Bruce realizes that we need Superman. Yeah. Like you could have it as a I know it's going to be kind of cheesy, but you could literally have it as a Captain America picking up Mjolnir moment yeah. where Thor's about to die, so you can have someone about to die, like where Superman you saves them. Like yeah, die. yeah, and then Superman saves them because I've always felt like Justice League movies have had more stake 
in it than Marvel. Yeah, like, because they're fighting gods, always fighting gods, or like, like super more, geniuses. There's more to lose yeah. in a Justice League movie than yeah. in a Marvel movie because they're not afraid to be real. Yeah, more you mean real. like uh, with previous incarnations of Justice League, like with the comics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, with sorry, movies, the comics. Yeah. Uh, TV shows, uh, animated series, is that one? Yeah. Like they really let when someone dies, they really let you feel it, you man. Feel it, yeah. Before they bring it back, and that's something. But even I feel like Endgame didn't have like okay, so right after Tony Stark does his snap, yeah. Literally three minutes later, you have his recording like it never happened, and then you're like. Eh, like they don't let don't you know, mourn the character. Yeah, they don't let you mourn it enough because it's the recording. And then the funeral, right? Yeah, yeah. So I would have liked it if it was um, snap, funeral, and then recording, but just with Morgan and Pepper and Happy. Like they find yeah. it in his tool shed and be like, "Hey, what's this?" They play it, and then they have that. That would have hit. Like, yes, yes. Really it was I kind of like, like that. It is so commercial that you know they <laughs> played it over the montage of everyone watching fireworks <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> It felt like the like, ending of uh, it's not like um, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, so can you imagine? Okay, so the death of Iron Man. Yeah, he died. Then you have the funeral, and then that's what you have side by side with the celebration. So you have the stark difference of everyone in the world very happy, and then you have the people who knew Iron Man deeply very broken. Dude, that would have been amazing. I'm getting goosebumps right now yeah. just thinking about it. So, and then you, you cap it off with Morgan finding that recording, playing it with Pepper and Happy and Rhodey. Yeah. Just, just the core. And then that would have made the audience probably cry more. But then like what, what, do I know? what they I did, know. What they did now. Like, uh, it's basically a super happily ever after ending where mm-hmm. Tony Stark is narrating the ending basically. Exactly. And he's not even like the thing but is he's not alive anymore. Yeah, he wasn't alive. The thing is he preempt like he preempted that it would end up well. Yeah. Like he already knew. He already knew it would yeah. end up well. Like if you if you're looking at it logically, like I don't know, he knew that it would end up well. He he recorded that recording in hopes that it would end up well, which is what a logical person would do. Yeah. But then like when you're the viewer, you're like, hmm. It's like he, he wasn't prepared to lose. Well, yeah, actually, he, he was prepared. Weirdly, he was prepared to die, but not to lose. Yeah, not to lose. He's on the off chance that he died, He to quote the man himself. Yeah. Okay, so um, I, I just really hope. I, it, is in my, it is in my heart that, that um, the Snyder Cut will, will give me the same feelings that Endgame gave me. That's a really high expectation, but it is. It is I really hope, high I expectation. Hope so too. It's so high, but like, okay, if 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 it can give me just the last twenty minutes of Endgame, yes, the the fight, at least the fight, the, at least the fight. If it can make me feel sad, happy, angry, like just just if it can take me on a roller coaster of emotions, right, like correctly without yeah. being cheap, without having fan service. Too much fan service. I would love it. Yeah. I would. I would be very happy. I would watch it every year, right after my Green Lantern marathon. <laughs> um, 
but I have I have two things that I kind of wanted to ask you about the way about the Snyder Cut, and yeah. it's um, what do you what what's something that you want the most from the Snyder Cut? Like, what what is something that you love? Um, like basically, I just wanna have more character moments. That's the mm-hmm. that's the main thing because in the original one in 2017, they always cut mm-hmm. everything too short. Like just when you were caring about someone. The, the next scene starts. Like, mm-hmm. it's like constant blue balls throughout the entire movie. Know, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like they're not giving us credit for our attention span. Yeah. Uh, that, that's it. I, I'm, a, I'm a simple guy. All I want mm-hmm. is a good Justice League movie. It doesn't have to be the best movie ever. It doesn't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm happy with the current Justice League movie. Like, I don't love it's it. Fine. It's like, fine. Yeah. It's fine. So any, anything that they do, honestly, that'll improve it is good for me. Yeah. I, I, uh, honestly I have my think, expectations. Um, this is such a great thing that it's going to be on HBO Max because there's no pressure for ticket sales. Mm-hmm. And that's what ruins a movie. When you're mm-hmm. trying to sell tickets, I think that's, a, that's the biggest yeah. mistake a movie could make, focusing on that too much. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that, that, that kind of gets into, that's a good segue into my next question about how um, like the whole mythos behind the Snyder Cut mm-hmm. and the ultimate release of the Snyder Cut. Like, how do you think this is gonna change the way movies, or just just the cinematic experience in general? We're we're in an advent of people asking for the air cut of Suicide yeah. Squad too. Like, they're pretty much being uh, bratty. People, people are yeah, being bratty. people are, people are being bratty about it. And like, yeah. the fact that a big studio is willing to be like, oh yeah, we messed up. Let's do it again. Like, let's yeah. l- let's give him a second chance. And like how, like if this movie is successful, if fingers this movie crossed. is su- yeah. fingers extremely, fr- I'm crossing everything that I can right now. <laughs> if this movie is successful, how, how much, how do you think it's going to impact other movies? Let's just keep it in the realm yeah. of DC first going forward. Well, um, there are two ways it could go. And this is the way I don't want it to go. I don't want mm-hmm. them to keep releasing movies and just have some DLC, like downloaded content, other version that you might love. Mm-hmm. The way I hope it goes is listen first and then make the movie. Not like make some shitty movie first, listen, and then make a version two. I know. It's like we're giving them a second chance, which yeah. I'm more than willing to give yeah. DC. But stop doing that. Like stop having <laughs> yeah, a plan just... B. Yeah, don't don't have a plan B. Make make your plan A. No, here. Make your plan A through C solid. Yeah. Then you can have a D. Yeah, exactly. And Although, the D means direct the video. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what sucks is I have this horrible gut feel that it's gonna be the former option because dude, it'll make double the money for yeah, the same movie. Will. And exactly. studios love money. So it sucks, like honestly, if that's gonna happen. So before we uh, end this episode, which I think is like possibly in a in a good way, dude, uh, my <laughs> longest episode so far. Um, what um, any last remarks you have about the Snyder uh, Cut or the DC Universe? All of these, uh, all of the people who love. Marvel, you can love it, 
Mm-hmm. It's great. I love it too. But then don't turn your back on DC, guys. Everyone should take movies for what they are, especially the DC ones right now. What we have. Yeah. Give them give them fresh eyes. Please. Please give yeah. them fresh eyes. <laughs> at least, okay. If this sucks, at least we'll always have the Dark Knight. For real though. 